98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Coyle. The top story is the finance chief says e-vouchers will be a shot in the arm for the deployment of the city's electronic payments. Mainland officials launch mass COVID testing in Jingzhou as they battle an outbreak of the Delta variant. And there's drama in Tokyo as a Belarusian athlete seeks political asylum in the EU, claiming team officials tried to force her onto a plane home. Finance Chief Paul Chan has said the government's e-vouchers will help expand the development of electronic payments in Hong Kong. He made the comments soon after authorities distributed the first $2,000 instalment of its spending voucher scheme to 5.5 million people. Arantam reports. In his blog, Mr. Chan said the four e-payment platforms used by the spending voucher scheme, which will give each registered resident $5,000, has added more than 1.2 million accounts in total. He added the competition between Octopus, Alipay, WeChat Pay Hong Kong and Tap and Go has also helped to lower transaction fees for merchants. All this, he said, will benefit the city's e-payment systems in the long run. He also noted that the $11 billion issued on Sunday can be spent on a wide variety of activities to encourage citizens to consume. Large crowds have flocked to MTR stations and convenience stores to collect their $2,000, but some say they would have liked to receive the $5,000 in one go. I think it's better than separate because we, we, we can buy the much higher the price for the uh, electronic. Now you can't with just $2,000? Yeah, for example, if I, I want to buy a TV, cannot. Police have arrested a man on suspicion of abusing two kittens. Officers said the 29-year-old man they arrested in a two-man flat should be the boyfriend of the pet's owner, adding they seized a 15-centimetre long knife. They are now investigating if he has a record of hurting animals. The two cats are now being cared for by the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. A grassroots organisation has urged authorities to provide free dental checkups for the elderly, saying many underprivileged seniors they surveyed didn't see a dentist even if they had toothaches. The Society for Community Organisations said that among 230 respondents, more than 70% of those who have toothaches would ignore the pain. Ivan Lin from Soko said it would be more effective if the government gave the elderly vouchers to check their teeth every year than subsidising the cost of their dentures through the Community Care Fund or CCF. Now the limit for CCF subsidized denture is uh, $26,000. So if we put that money to uh, primary health, oral primary health, that would equal uh, for a lifetime's oral check. So we should uh, put that money into preventive measure rather than to uh, very expensive curative measures. Hong Kong has reported three imported COVID-19 cases from the US and Cambodia, all asymptomatic. The 19-year-old from the US took two BioNTech shots in May and a 41-year-old from Cambodia found to be carrying the N501Y and E484K variant strains received a pair of Sinovac jabs in June. The Centre for Health Protection was also notified of a case in the UK involving a woman who had lived in Lok Yun in Kowloon City. People who have visited the building need to get tested. Health authorities in Zhengzhou are carrying out mass COVID testing on the city's 10 million residents just weeks after it experienced deadly flooding. An outbreak of the Delta variant that is spreading across China has been detected in a Zhengzhou hospital.
After months of very few locally transmitted cases, China is rushing to contain its biggest COVID outbreak since the pandemic first began, with confirmed cases now reported in more than 20 major cities and a dozen provinces. Sports officials have tried to forcibly repatriate one of their Olympic athletes after she criticised her team managers on social media. Krisina Shishmanushkaya said she would seek asylum in the EU and appeal to the International Olympic Committee for help. The BBC's Alex Kepstick has more. Kristina Simanouskaya was due to compete in the heats of the 200 metres on Monday, but according to reports, she was told to return home after criticising the team's sports officials. Belarusian activists said on social media that she was escorted to Tokyo's Haneda airport against her wishes by two members of her delegation, who then attempted to force her onto a plane. It followed complaints she made over her selection for the 4 by 400 meter relay. They say she's now with police and Olympic volunteers, having told them she was afraid to fly. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Wildfires fuelled by high temperatures are sweeping through Greece, Turkey and Lebanon, forcing the evacuation of hundreds of villages. Six people have died in Turkey and one in Lebanon. The BBC's Anna Passaro reports. More Turks and foreign tourists were evacuated from their homes and hotels on Sunday after a similar effort the previous day. And although Turkish authorities say most of the 112 forest fires are now under control, some have persisted. President Erdogan was criticized for dismantling an organization running firefighting planes and had to accept help from Russian aircraft. Fires fanned by strong winds are also raging elsewhere in the region. Experts have warned that global warming is increasing the frequency and intensity of wildfires worldwide. To sport now and with more from the Olympic Games in Tokyo, here's Todd Harding. Hong Kong's women's table tennis team of Mini Su, Du Hoi Kem and Li Ho Ching have beaten Brazil 3-1 in their round of 16 match. They will face Romania in the first of the quarterfinals. The SAR's men's table tennis team were beaten 3-1 by France in their round of 16 match. Hong Kong's men's foil fencing team missed out on a shot at the medals when they were outfought in the second quarterfinal by the team of the Russian Olympic Committee. The Russians led from start to finish, dropping only three of the nine bouts and ran out 45 to 39 winners. The Hong Kong quartet of individual gold medalists Chiang Ka Long, Ryan Choi, Lawrence Ng and Cheng Su Lun were a good match for the Russian team but ultimately fell short. They then went on to lose their classification match with Germany 45 to 38 but easily outclassed Egypt to win 45-21 and finished seventh overall. Lamont Marcel Jacobs claimed a stunning upset victory in the Olympic 100 metres final, becoming the first Italian to make the most coveted title in athletics and doing it with a huge European record of 9.80 seconds. American Fred Curley had been hoping to be the first American winner since Justin Gatlin in 2004, but had to settle for silver with 9.84, with Canada's Andre de Grasse repeating his bronze of 2016 in 9.89. It's been a marathon contest in the women's badminton final between China's Chen Yufei and Chinese Taipei's Tsai Xingying. Chen took the first match, 21-18, before Tai took the second, 21-19. Chen took the final match, 21-18, to take the gold. Meanwhile, India's PV Sintu followed up her silver from 2016 with a bronze after she beat China's He Bingjiao, 21-13, 21-15. China picked up its first gold medal of the day in the field events, as we hear from the BBC's Ed Harry.
Gold in the shot put for the twice and reigning world champion Gong Li Jiao of China, who set successive personal bests in rounds five and six with the competition really already won. The only woman over 20 meters, her best in the last round, 20 meters 58. She will stand on an Olympic podium for the first time. Her previous medals from Beijing are bronze and London as silver were awarded retrospectively following doping disqualifications. Raven Saunders of the United States took the silver medal and Dame Valerie Adams of New Zealand in her fifth Olympic shot put final in a row, the bronze. Her record, seventh in Athens, Beijing and London both gold, bronze in Rio, bronze again here in Tokyo. And she was photographed, Valerie Adams, with a photograph of her two children, wanting them to be very much part of this moment. An incredible athlete and a medalist once again at the Games. In the diving pool, China's Shi Mao won gold and Hang, Wang Hang claimed silver in the women's three-meter springboard event, with Krista Palmer of the United States taking bronze. U.S. swimmer Caleb Dressel has taken his gold medal tally to five on the final day of competition in the pool. The BBC's Alex Kapsik sent this report from Tokyo. Caleb Dressel came to these Olympics with the pressure of being talked of as the next Michael Phelps. He responded with the magnificent five gold medals at these Olympics. Only five swimmers have ever done that. His final two titles in Tokyo included a games record in the 50-metre sprint and a world record as part of the US team in the freestyle relay. History was also made by Australia's Emma McKeon. She leaves with seven medals, the most by any female swimmer at a single Olympics. Four of them are gold after winning the 50 metres and the 400-metre medley relay. So towards the end of day nine of the Tokyo Games, China lead the medals table with 24 golds, the United States are second with 20, and host nation Japan are in third place with 17. Australia currently in fourth with 14. Hong Kong are joint 26th in the medals table with one gold and two silvers. And the weather tonight and tomorrow will be cloudy with a few showers and thunderstorms. The temperature will range from 27 to 32 degrees. There will be more rainfall later this week. Right now it's 29 degrees with humidity at 87%. The news from RTHK. And we're kicking off the hour with a dedication from Nancy to Joe Elliott. Happy birthday. Here's some Def Leppard.
the photograph, Def Leppard. You know what? We need some more DL. Here's two steps behind. 